Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. It's all connected. Everything. bought your tickets yet i have i have tickets ticket i'm purchased i'm ready to go i'm scheduled for thursday night and then i'll probably see it again sunday afternoon sometime nice yeah i've got turns out i got seven o'clock thursday night imax Um, my son and i are gonna go and i have to actually be in austin the following week we talked a little bit about that last week so if I get done with work at a reasonable time, I might uh, check out check it out at the draft house, like after work or something, and that way I can get some something to eat and yeah, uh, watch a movie. Yeah, and then at some point my my wife is going to want to see it, so uh, but she's not a crowd person, so maybe the weekend after or something like that will yeah, we'll catch yeah. it. Yeah, I'll probably see it Sunday afternoon sometime. Take the boy. There's too much going on and. I gotta go ten thirty Thursday night just because if I don't, it'll be Sunday before I see it, and I am not waiting until Sunday to see it. Yeah, yeah. If I don't see it Thursday, I'm probably hosed and not be able to see it until into the next week because just because yeah. work is crazy. But I'm thinking we should kind of commit to recording the next episode of Agents of Shield Wednesday night just so we can completely be sure we're talking about it um, in its own context and not dancing around what does or doesn't happen in uh, in Avengers cuz uh, I'm sure that will happen to us if we don't. Yeah. If we see it first. Yeah, cuz I think I think we're going to record the Age of Ultron episode. So we'll yeah, if, I I agree with you. I think we'll record the next Shield episode on Wednesday. Uh hopefully I could be on that and then No, I'll be on that one for sure. And then uh we'll we'll do Age of Ultron probably Friday or Saturday, I would guess. Okay. Uh, we're down to three weeks, I guess, now. We got this episode, yeah. the one after Avengers, and then the week after should be the two-hour finale, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. We are, we are burning through this quick. It'll be over before we know it. And Daredevil's come and gone already. Daredevil has come and gone, and we're, yeah. we're a little... We still, have, we still have work to do. Yeah, we do. We still have work to do. <laughs> uh, we're a little bit behind, but I think I think we've revised our theory on that because we and one of the things we struggled with was how do you talk about it episode by episode when you've seen it all and yeah. at this point i think most everybody that has any interest in it has seen all or most has of it. seen all of it or they're on their way to and we gave it a shot we watched we try to discuss only episode one and two but we were even falling into the trap of trying to not talk about things that were coming and that's that's even without having seen all of it now that we've seen all of it i i don't know how we could possibly effectively do that yeah because it's so hard you know you you fall We're, into the trap of speculation and then what ends up happening is you put an episode it's out. not speculation we know what happened right we say, well if they do this like no we know what they do and yeah it's just going to sound disingenuous uh we're going to sound disingenuous to the listeners if if we start either faking it like just talking about say episode three and four in its own or if we uh 
just let it roll. And I think that's probably the best thing to do is just we were talking a little offline, you know, just start talking, you know, about the series as a whole. It can go long. I think what we might do is either we'll consciously just record two or three episodes or we'll just go as long as we need to go and we'll break it up into two or three parts as we as, if we think we need to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the game plan because I think it's better that way. You know, if we talk about a character and that character, you know, maybe they die, maybe they have a serious change towards the end. It's hard to to talk about what's going on early without knowing what's going on later. And I think, you know, the one thing that show has is some really good characters. And I think that'll lead to some really good discussion when you talk about a character from the beginning to the end. Uh, and I think given the number of characters that are in that show that, you know, we could we could get a, a good few episodes out of it. So yeah. uh, but we may what we may do is come back after the fact and do some commentaries. We talked about doing that, too, to just kind of give us some content and carry us through yeah. um, between like, well, that, you know, July and yeah. September. But well, that's going to have to happen. Yeah. After definitely after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is over. Yeah. Um, somewhere in that void between. Uh, then and Ant-Man and Ant-Man in season three, which speaking of which, do we know yet anything? Nope. Honestly, nope, nothing. No, it's kind of weird. I given. Uh, so we'll get to the, to the news in a, in a minute. The other thing I, I was going to mention real quick was I, I got a package in the mail today. Oh, yes, you did. We've been talking about this. Yeah, the collector's it's, it's here. The collector core is here. Uh, I put a, cu- a couple pictures up on Facebook. Uh, I've actually recorded the unboxing video. Uh, so probably tonight after we are done recording, I'll be putting that together uh, and getting that up. And so keep an eye on the Facebook page for that. Uh, although by the time you hear this episode, uh, we'll probably already have it posted. Um, and check out the MCU Exchange, mcuexchange.com, where uh, we'll have a link to that as well uh, and to their YouTube page uh, for, the, for the unboxing video. So it was really cool to do that. But uh, it came with some some pretty cool stuff. I mean, the big... You know, the big thing was the Hulkbuster Funko Pop, which is exclusive to the Collector Core, which is really cool. Um, the t-shirt was actually really cool. It was kind of like a retro, almost like an old school boxing poster Okay. with Cap and Ultron. Uh, so it was kind of done in that format, and it says, you know, Collector Core on it. It's actually a pretty, pretty decent shirt. Uh, and nice. then a couple of the doodads, you get like a Collector Core pin... A collector core patch that has Ultron on it. Uh, there's there's a a little vinyl figure, almost like I almost thought at first it was like one of those where you uh, like the mystery box kind of things, but this one was specifically Ultron. A uh, little doodad in there, and uh, oh, a, a variant of the uh, Avengers team up comic. Uh, it's an exclusive collector core variant to that comic. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was cool. that was cool. Yeah, so nice, nice little. The box has like comic art on the inside of it and everything. So, yeah, is it just a cardboard box or is the box itself collectible or whatever? Uh, it would. I mean, I guess technically it is collectible. It's got a really cool picture of Cap on it. It says Marvel Collector Core. It says Ultron, which is this one. I guess the next one will probably be Ant Man. But they but put, it's also got a big UPS shipping label on the side too, probably. Yeah, right? it's got the UPS shipping label yeah. on it, and it's kind of bulky. I mean, it's cool, but I don't, I don't think I'll be keeping it as a. Just, I don't have the room for all that, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, you start to stack all that stuff up. Um, but it is, it is kind of a cool little box uh, that it comes in. So again, just kind of fits the theme 
with it. I, I didn't, I don't do like nerd block or, you know, or bento box or any of those other kind of monthly uh, deals like that. I've never done anything like that. So this is pretty cool. So this is bi-monthly, yeah. which is kind of nice. Uh, so I'll keep it, uh, keep, keep it going. I know John and I are going to keep it going. Uh, I think some of those, those little goodies in there, we might give away as prizes. Um, like I said, the the Funko Depends Pop. Depends on how much you like them. Yeah, the Funko Pop definitely is a keeper, but uh, yeah. but some of the other stuff I might just you know package it up and and. So is the next one going to be an Ant Man thing? It is. Yeah, the next one's Ant Man, uh, for sure, and then the following one hasn't been announced yet. So, yeah. you know they haven't talked in about that. Uh, not to change topics too hard, but while they haven't officially said anything about season three, there has been more talk about that uh, uh, spinoff. Yes. And I'm sure I'm assuming this is on your list to talk about, right? Yes, it is. Um, it's been rumored, or is it all but confirmed? I forget what the state I, of it is that it will feature basically uh, Mockingbird and, and Hunter, right? Yeah, I uh, I guess. I mean, that's more the... talking. It, it, it all, it, you know, what it sounds like what I've read um, that the early th- rumor or thoughts or whatever, it's going to basically take the Agent Carter slots. Is what it sounds like to me. Well, I, see, it's funny because. So I've got so let me I got something from Comics Alliance that kind of goes into it and this this kind of brought up more questions I think than it for me than it answered. Um, so the, here's the the scoop from Comics Alliance. I'll, so I'll read some of this. Uh, it says you know we talked about the John Ridley thing last week about how he's on contract. Uh, you know they want him to do something and we thought it was the spinoff, but apparently American Crime is getting canceled and that was his he he was EP I think on that show. And did you watch that? I, I did not. I did not watch yeah, that. There, and then there's no wonder why it's been canceled. Yeah, yeah. No, not just, not just for you, but I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. I don't, I don't know anybody who's watched it. No, I haven't. I haven't heard going. much talk about it either. So, uh, so that shows that shows getting canceled. They still have Ridley on contract, so they want to do something with him. So they've kind of given him this Marvel project. Um, but it said it should be noted that this project is not the Shield spinoff. There's two separate projects. One that is being handled by um, by two Shield writers, so that that the spinoff is something different. Given that the spinoff talk is pretty um, serious, I would think that means we're getting a we're getting a renewal for Agents of Shield season three. I would I would think if they weren't going to renew Shield, they wouldn't be talking about a spinoff because that just seems yeah. kind of silly. Um, but more on that. So it says originally ABC pitched uh, pitched to him Cloak and Dagger, which. I, I think that would be awesome. I think Cloak and Dagger could be a really cool... I think it would make a great TV show. Um, yeah, I love Dabney Coleman in that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got that reference. You were like the only person who was going to get that. <laughs> if you were born after... I'm just going to let that hang out there. Yeah, if you were born after 1989, <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, look it up, folks. IMDb. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, um, it looks like Ridley took more interest in Kamala Khan, which is the new Miss Marvel, which is kind of uh, oh, wow. th- taking the comic world by buzz. Uh, you know, it's just a, like a big, you know. Yeah, that's so new. That's a, that's a big chance to take, I think, for TV. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's great, but but it's 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 interesting. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so you know, then the question becomes: How does Kamala Khan work without Carol Danvers? Because that was the whole inspiration for her taking the Miss Marvel name, because she was such a big fan of hers. And if there's no Captain Marvel, it's going to be hard to to do that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's ways around that. Well, they... well, we still don't know what's we're going to see in Age of Ultron. Yet. Sure. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
but they could do it, you know, where she doesn't become Ms. Marvel right away, that it's, you know, yeah. kind of a slow burn kind of thing. Who knows? We're um, still, because we're still, she's a, what, is that 18 for Ms. Marvel? 2018, yes. 2017, yeah. 2018. Yeah, because everything got pushed by six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so here's the deal. So it says the show will air in winter and act as a bridge seat between seasons of the New Shield spinoff, much like Agent Carter acts as a break for Agents oh, of Shield. So it's likely so a we're miniseries. Talking four shows, maybe. Yeah, we're talking Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, unnamed spinoff, and this unnamed project. Yeah. So it almost seems like the spinoff because one of the reports I read, and I can't remember where, is they don't want to do with the spinoff what they did with um, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Well, yeah, and that's what they learned. And then they they easily almost could have made that mistake with Agent Carter because the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland thing was the year before, and they did it concurrently. I said then they should have stuck that in the break exactly and they did that with agent carter and that worked out very well i think you had the month off for christmas everybody can have their holidays and not worry about things then you're off and running and we haven't had a break since that's what we would have wanted to have right uh that yeah 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 so we could be getting like abc tv show all year round you know it's getting to be where and i think cable is the main driver of this you know it used to be once the summer hit that was it you got reruns until until the new fall the new fall season started I think cable now because they just do things in waves, and you get series that that come back in the summer. We get a lot of network TV stuff now that are that does like mid season replacements, and we get like fall series or we get summer series and things like that. Um, so this is just really interesting, and it, it the the way this article and this is Comics Alliance, so take it with a grain. Um, y- it could be that Agent Carter comes back. Um, I would be really surprised, honestly, at this point if it did, but because I've heard more yeah. talk that it's not coming back than it is coming back. Um, but it, but it looks like they're not going to run the spinoff concurrent with Agents of Shield, and then there'll be some kind of bridge show either between the two seasons uh, of the Shield of Agents of Shield and whatever the spinoff is, or uh, you know the winter break like we did for uh, for Agents of Shield, or you know maybe maybe it'll work both ways so interesting interesting times indeed it is well we'll see i'm sure we'll find something before the season's over yeah you know it did get renewed for season two daredevil 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 did that's for 16 too 2016 i I was really surprised by that i thought we were going to at least get through maybe not the full cycle but i thought we'd, we'd hit defenders before we saw and now is this going to push back um, Defenders? Not that there wasn't a schedule or anything, because frankly, Netflix is going to do what they want. But right, yeah, we don't know. I mean, we yeah. know for sure that Jessica Jones is next. We know. Well, it's... I mean, that's that's filming now. That's right. that's done. We know it's and in it the sounds fall. Like Daredevil's going to be. We'll see that before we'll see Iron Fist. I think so, which is not going to make John a happy camper. But uh... or or they continue on the path, and we see Iron Fist. In the, you know, we'll call it the April slot, the spring slot that we got Daredevil. And then Daredevil Season 2 will be the the fall replacement. Netflix seems to have been, with their couple of shows, I think releasing them around the same time of the year. Yeah. So that tells me maybe more Daredevil in the April. And then whenever Jessica Jones comes out, that might be our cue for when Iron Fist comes out. Unless Jessica Jones gets a Season 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to... Yeah, they could definitely fall into that trap where they... You know, these things get popular enough that Netflix is happy enough with it that they start, you know, wanting more. 
Um, yeah. But it, it's not to say, I just wonder if Marvel, because it looks like the filming cycle for these shows is pretty close to six months. So it's taking almost six months to do a full season, you know, based on, on filming schedule. And I don't know if Marvel TV has the bandwidth to do two at once. Um, the, on Knowing that on top of the Netflix stuff, they have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then, you know, whether there's Agent Carter or spinoff or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's all filming in New York, so I imagine if they try to do too much, that maybe, um, maybe that gets a little complicated as far as, like, permitting and, uh, you know, scheduling and everything else. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. But, uh, the, the one big thing with the Daredevil renewal, they did say 2016, so like, like we mentioned. So whether that means Luke Cage or Iron Fist gets pushed or neither gets pushed and they, they do three, uh, in, in that year. I heard fall 2016 for Daredevil, but that's, that is completely uncorroborated and could be complete BS. Yeah. We'll know when we see it. I mean, either way, it's a good thing. We'll see. Yes. We're having more great TV. Yeah. Steven tonight is not coming back though. As I know. The showrunner. I heard, yes. He had some other commitments and it's nothing nefarious. I mean, people are like, why would they change? Blah, blah. It's like he, he had another commitment. I mean, he can't get around it. No one, no one expected or was guaranteed or, or was even sure. So well, you, you got to work. Yeah. And you, and if you think about it, I mean, the plan as, advertised was was one yeah was was daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist and defender so he's probably thinking okay if daredevil comes back for season two it's probably going to be you know 2017 Uh, yeah you know at the earliest and you know he's got other stuff going on but i i mean we talked about this previously that if netflix greenlit a season two for daredevil very very quick then that must mean they are over the moon with it and given that Mm -hmm. it's been two weeks less than two weeks and we got a green light for daredevil netflix must be extremely happy with yeah with the response. not only that they were already queued up saying okay if you guys meet these benchmarks you know this this in this month or this in this week this and you know the the you know, whatever the netflix equivalent is of uh you nielsen know, ratings <laughs> nielsen ratings yeah you know if you hit certain benchmarks you know we'll do a b we'll do b we'll do c and they were ready to go because they announced so quick yeah it was like yeah this deal was ready to go yeah but it looks like Doug Petrie and Marco Ramirez will be the showrunners for season two. And they've been involved with Daredevil, um, but uh, Doug Petrie, Petrie uh, uh, worked on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which tonight did also, American Horror Story, and Marco Ramirez worked on Sons of Anarchy. So they definitely have that cable TV pedigree, uh, as well as kind of understanding how you know, these things are written in, in this style that Denight and Goddard and all those guys kind of uh, subscribe to. So, But what's funny is uh, Goddard is going to be executive producer and involved in season two. So, you know, we sp- we talked last week about a lot of that Sony nonsense and how Goddard was kind of yeah. um, at well, odds. That all happened in a world where Sony had Spider-Man fully and the yeah. Sinister Six was going to happen. And that we all know how that world has changed in the last several weeks. And money talks. Money does talk. Uh, uh, anything else? Yeah, a few other, few other things. Uh, did you, did you catch the Channel Four interview that Robert Downey? We'll talk about some Major Voltron stuff. Stop. I, I, yeah. If you want to discuss that, that's just eye rolling. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I don't understand when you, when somebody is doing press tour, and you've got them for three minutes. The guys, that's his mo. This isn't the first time he's done it. Yeah. He doesn't care about the movie. 
he he's trying to be the the next whatever heavy do if he heavy hitter you know get to the soul of the person he's talking to he wasn't there to cover avengers he was there to cover robert Downey jr yeah he period and it's it's hardly even worth talking about i just rolled my eyes when i read it as like come on yeah it's funny i actually watched it just to get some context to see what what it was all about yeah and if it was if it was barbara walters with the private sit down no hold of our interview yes you're going to ask those questions well yeah because that's you're what you're signing up for 3 minutes He's sitting there for an hour or two at a time in this rotating band of journalists answering the same stupid questions over and over again about Ultron. And this guy shows up with blah, 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 or however it went down. It's like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't I, I don't blame him either. I, I do not blame him either. Uh, but it's just kind of funny It's it, uh, that he just was like, okay, that's it. It's funny because he was really uncomfortable and he kept looking. I guess it was his publicist or whoever. Yeah. And I don't know if it was him, this this reporter. Somebody else did the same thing today. I think it was Emma Thompson. Oh, wow. Um, a few, a few like a month or two back with whatever movie she was promoting, just going. He's like, she's like, are these the effing questions? Yeah. And, and yeah it was sure. just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was the same guy, but it was the same kind of situation. Age of Ultron. So now the rumor is that we may be getting a longer cut for the Blu-ray and an alternate ending probably is, I'm sure is an extra, but given that Whedon's initial cut of that movie was like what, three and a half hours or three, yeah. three forty-five or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so we, we might get a longer cut. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the, um, Peter Jackson method of, of doing it where the first release is probably the, the standard cut. And then mm. we maybe get some subsequent cut that's longer. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I'll buy it. The I, I read a some clickbait article that it was like you know ten minor spoilers you you need to know about Avengers: Age of Ultron. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I read it, and mo- for the most part, they were I would barely call them spoilers, except for the last one. It if it's true, it gave away the freaking uh, mid credit scene. Oh wow! Yeah, I've... and like there's there's nothing minor about that spoiler. You son of a. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> So I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to repeat it here. I have too much respect for our listeners to repeat it here. Yeah, I've been I've been being real careful about staying away from that. It's like every time I pop onto Facebook or the internet, it's like a new you know a new cut or a new clip or you know something uh, that that comes up, and so I've been I've been avoiding that that pretty well. All right. Any other news? Um, two. I guess two quick things. I guess. Sony's going to do a Spider-Man feature-length cartoon in 2018, Yay. which be interesting. I'm not sure. Is it is it MCU or is it just just standalone? There's or? no word. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's yeah. I just well, if it's not MCU. We don't cover it. We're on MCU podcast, right? So unknown at this point, I should say unknown. Um, and so far, two-day international total because Age of Ultron is out worldwide now, or in, not worldwide. It's in. Many territories it is available, um, right. but it's got a two-day total so far internationally in the territories that it, it's released of $44.8 million, which is... So it's doing rather well. It's doing very well. All right. We're, so we're probably... Uh, they're probably going to continue with their plan, and we'll get a, a third and fourth one. Yes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we're in jeopardy. Oh, I think that's safe. One more uh, One more bit of news. Uh, Nicole per- uh, Perlman and uh, Meg LaFoe... LaFoe? LaFave? butchered that, um, have officially uh, been announced uh, as the writers for Captain Marvel. So that's like oh, a... Excellent. Cool. And Nicole Perlman, Perlman was writer on Guardians, I believe. She she was okay. co-writer on Guardians. Good. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Good. So there's there's every likelihood that our, our, that Marvel's 
female lead movie will keep their directors and writer. Hopefully so. Marvel's had a bit of that. Thor The Dark World went through. Uh, oh, they've, they've had that. Absolutely. You know, that Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Uh, d- 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 but yeah, okay. so that's it uh, Good. as far as news. Hey, before we go into the episode, um, we have an error on our part we want to correct. Do we have a voicemail? You want to get that? Want to do that first? Yeah, let's do the voicemail. It's I... an old enough voicemail, so we might as well do that before the episode discussion. Yeah, it's an older it's an older voicemail. Um, we apologize to to James who sent that in. Uh, Brad actually forwarded it to me uh, a while back, and and we suck. It's our fault. It, it's so totally gonna... yeah, yeah. Between me just flat out forgetting and then uh, not being cut set for up. time, you know, yeah, not being set up to Damon. record it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so so we will play that voicemail and respond accordingly. All right, here it is. Hey there, calling for the It's All Connected podcast. This is James from North Carolina. Just had a couple quick questions. Wanted to know if uh, anybody has any guesses on what may be the content for the Iliad storage compartment. Um, my my first guess was maybe Graviton, but I don't think the timeline maybe fits up right. Uh, now I'm hoping it maybe ties in the, uh, the Age of Ultron. Maybe maybe it's uh, Stark's uh, prototype bots or something ready to be deployed. My second question was, uh, uh, with Chloe Bennett being a pop star from China and Marvel having relationships with China, um, also, uh, um, you know, aspects of the show taking place there, I know it airs there. Is there any idea on the popularity and the ratings of it in China and overseas, uh, the Ages of Seal, that is? Can't wait to hear your uh, your uh, thoughts. Uh, thanks again. Love the show. Goodbye. All right. I'm going to hit the second part first. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really have no idea how it does or if it airs in, in China. So that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about it, really. Yeah, I, but, didn't, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know that know. it actually aired in China. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah. Um, as for what is in the storage card of the Iliad, now I believe he's referring to the mission that, uh, of course, Bobby and her team had during the uh, the day the day uh, Shield fell. You know, the assault in the Iliad. They were there to sink the Iliad because it had something in, on board. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't it wouldn't have been uh, Gravitron because he was. Oh, wait, what? No, it's Gravitron was was at the. At the, uh, not the hub, the, uh... The fridge? The fridge, yeah. Because that's where they, re- that's where they retrieved them from, right? Uh, or was it the, no, uh, the fridge... I mean, the fridge is definitely where, um... Yeah, no, that's what, it was there, because remember, that was, that's what was quote-unquote in the basement. Right, right, right. yeah, that's what they raided, they had a, yes, they, yes, yes. They blasted through the yes. basement with the alien, with the, uh, the gun. right. This, uh, and guys, so it was there. It wasn't on the Iliad. Uh, I did notice that what Bobby had in her hand, though, she basically had a, um, I'll call it a server blade, but that's because that's what Fury called it in uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Basically, a similar device that they were replacing in the com- com- command centers of the helicarriers in The Winter Soldier. I- I'm not necessarily saying that it was part of um, Project Insight. But since the, she apparently had her orders from Fury, probably standing orders or otherwise, because she's she she's under the me, as far as we know, she's under the guy under the understanding that Fury's dead. Um, she, her orders from Fury would have been either posthumous or otherwise, you know, been been released to her afterwards. Kind of like Coulson got orders, quote unquote, to uh, uh, head up to Canada. Right. Remember when he got the Singleton's badge. But it was this, it was definitely a, like a similar kind of chip or, or or card to go into a control panel or something, and it probably would have either self destructed the ship or done something. So 
but no, we don't. We we just have no idea. My, we don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I, don't... I hope we find out. I hope we still find out. But no, they just let that out there. There's something here we need to destroy. Done. Didn't matter for purposes of the episode what it was. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, thanks, James, for the email. That's like the perfect email. Yep. It was nice and tight and to the point. To the point. We like those. Yes. We, we'll, and we will do better to play them. We really we want we want voicemails, and the only way to get voicemails is to play the voicemails we do get. That's correct. Um, so good. All right. So um, I'm going to go on record that I called it. <laughs> I called it. I called it in the wrap up of season one. For all of John's complaining and nonsense about how how can Ward they ever work with Ward again? There's no redemption for them. I'm like, there's going to come a point where he is going to be useful, and I believe I've even used the phrase, "The enemy of my enemy is my friend." Yep. And as we've gone through season two, and especially as we've had the attacks on Hydra, and when we hit the uh, what they become episode, and everybody started parting ways, it's like, you know what? That's it's going to come to a head, and that's what's going to happen, and. Uh, it's come to fruition, including right to up, including the title of this episode, "The fr- Frenemy of My Enemy." Yep, um, great title. So yeah, great title, great you know, fun episode. Um, definitely building up into uh, Age of Ultron territory. I'm sure we'll talk a little about that in the spoiler section about some 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 hypotheses. But um, good episode. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. They kept moving on my on yes. my second viewing. I did could not believe I was at the end of the episode already, and that's the second time I saw it, and I couldn't believe we were already at the end. Yeah, it, it, it the one thing these last few episodes have had is there's a lot of moving parts right now. There's a lot of different factions. We've got the Inhuman stuff. We've got Coulson on the run. We've got the real Shield, and all of it kind of taking place. You know, obviously at the same time, but a lot of switching and moving those stories forward. Um, so yeah, it makes it makes the episode go by extremely fast, and you, there's not a lot of time uh, to you know for for slow movement. I guess I'll say you know yeah, it's not right. one of those. Uh, you know, we're not in the point of the season where we're kind of you know getting getting a slowdown. Everything's moving along at a pretty good clip. So Fitz noticed uh, the upgraded Deathlock hardware. You know, and that was kind of funny. There's little moments in that whole opening sequence when, uh, uh, you know, Fitz running, shaking a tail. Like, we, 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 we never saw what happened from the bathroom. We never saw in between. It's like, we don't need to. No, we, no, no. And, and, but he gets up to that roof and the agents come up and he's gone. And I'm like, oh, here we go. He goes in the Quinjet. Sure enough, he was in the Quinjet. And just the when the guy was like running and he runs right into the side of it, the three of them just give the little ooh grimace, like ooh that had to hurt. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna leave a um, mark. But yeah, not only yeah, nothing. But not only uh, Fitz noticing the hardware right away, but just Colson's immediate. Not now, Fitz. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's wondering like, okay, wait a minute, I didn't do that. Simmons didn't do that. like who did that? Yeah, Simmons did do that. She just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. Nice, nice way to get through, get around, shake, shake them, and all that. Um, you know, a lot, lot going on there. I, I liked, and I missed this. We there, there's a lot of these. As, as as much as we enjoy picking out the little details, there's a lot that I think that I've missed or we didn't comment on as fully as we should have. Like 
when when we were back with the assault on the Hydra heads and they were having that meeting, all the Hydra heads, I don't know if we discussed it, but I certainly didn't pick up on that, you know, that that, that was List, meaning that was the same guy in that ending scene from that, that cred scene in Captain America. No. I we I missed that at that point. We, we picked it up later on in, in more recent episodes because we only saw him that one time. But it completely was lost to me, and I'm embarrassed to say that. Well, and part um, of it, too, is they didn't really name him in the no, post-credits No, but we should, have, we, we should have really recognized him. Yeah. You would, you would think if we're as paying attention to this stuff as we claim to be. But the... Um, the other thing that I'm kind of kicking myself for is the whole bit with um, Skye and her parents. It's like I completely forgot there's been so much going on that that was really her original motivation to become a hacker, to infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D., to do all this, was looking for her parents. And yep. here she is. She's fully, until she until she outright said it in this episode, um, I'm like, yeah, that's been her deal this whole time. She's completed her mission. Yeah. I mean, she's got a whole new set of things to deal with. But her lifelong mission, she has been fulfilled. And yeah, and she even comes out now and says, you know, I'm an agent of Shield. I mean, she she's fully embraced that yep. that aspect of her of her life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you... you were asking last week about um, our camper? You know, is he important? Is he something we should, should something we should know? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was important to the to the this storyline. Um, He's a he was a red shirt basically. Yeah. And uh but no, we saw him right away and 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 he got picked up. So we've got Hydra who we knew was already interested in powered people, but but now we know how they're finding the powered people. They're yes. tracking they're tracking Gordon, which I thought was great. Quantum entanglement. Yep. You know, they've got an explanation for his power, they can track his power, but where is afterlife? Because if they can track him anywhere in the globe on this end, if afterlife was either on Earth or otherwise not protect, you know, otherwise not just a, a valley or something, you'd think they would have detected it on the other side too. A, a door has two two sides to it. It does. It does. So it you know it's funny. There's been some talk that is um, is afterlife one of the the seven cities. That has appeared in the you know in Iron Fist in Iron Fist, yeah. That's that's probable. That would certainly possible. That would be pretty awesome to have it. it would be to have it tie in because if if oh. that if that ties into Iron Fist, it's so funny that Daredevil had these big tie ins. Well, we assume they're big tie ins. They're to big. Iron Fist. They're we'll, big we'll tie ins. Yeah. Spoiler e. I guess I won't get yeah specific. yeah. No, we won't get more specific than that. That's too close. But. Given the fact that, like, we'll see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil have tie-ins to Iron Fist, makes me really excited that maybe Iron Fist is going to be a bigger deal, if, if this comes to, to fruition, that maybe. Iron Fist may be a bigger deal than we realize. But like I said, if it's one of the seven cities, I, I'm not going to go that far. I'm just saying it's very clear that if Afterlife is on Earth, it is very well protected in other ways other than just its its isolation. True. Because uh, if it's on, if it was on Earth, I would expect that Hydra technology would have been able to detect it. You, yeah, you would think. You would think. I mean, so far because because he went camping in the Himalayas. Yes. And they got it. They they picked him up there. Meanwhile, uh, 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 Cal and Sky are in Milwaukee, and they, they got him there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I'm sure there's been other locations where they've they've tracked them down. 
Yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting. I think we're definitely heading down to this showdown with Hydra is going to be the that's coming up the next episode will be our tie-in to uh, Avengers. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah, do you think that Jaying and the the Inhumans are up to something? Like do you think they're they're on no, the up and up? I I don't know if they're on the up and up per se. I think they're very protective of their of their uh society. Um but I I didn't get any outright nefarious vibe i think they're they're scared and nervous i think they're they've always felt like they're being hunted i think the fact that they felt that they were they're safe in afterlife is is a good thing but at the same time you know here's like they're worried about ethan they can't find him they you know as gordon says i'm less concerned with how and more with who who's chasing them who's hunting them right um but even with dealing with cal they they they're being secretive with with him mainly because they don't want him to do whatever it is he does um there they they but they also flat out don't care about the the outside world right they straight up don't i mean they have no problem dumping him and letting him you know turn into this big you know rage monster and let him let him loose on wisconsin it's 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 yeah, I, 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 they're, they're concerned about their society. They want to protect their people, all their people, um, to the exclusion of all others. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. But do they have a bigger agenda? Like they're going to, you know, go all pinky in the brain and take over the world? No, I don't think so. Um, but, but I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but sure. lately I, this season I've been right. So, yeah, I think. She just has that I'm up to something vibe. Maybe it's not nefarious. Maybe it's yeah. It's something else. But there's something with that. It, there's de- there's definitely I know more than you, and I'm only sharing what I want to. There's right. definitely that. Right. Uh, no question. And it, it, it we'll kind of pepper in some Facebook comments here uh, when they're relevant to the discussion. But uh, Lindsay on Facebook said that she likes the fact that there's she feels like there's something sketchy about the Inhumans. Uh, and she said she she said it sounds terrible, but I really wanted a reason to at least feel some mistrust. Um, and she's a little disappointed that Scott, you know, Scott didn't get back to the team. So it, it, definitely, there's some feeling out there from folks that that something else is going on. Like I said, I'm I'm not convinced it's nefarious, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she wants, I think she wants Scott to stay with them. Saying that you can leave whenever you want um, seems sincere. Um, now, if that ends up being all talk and when Sky finally does want to leave for good and she's not allowed to, well, then obviously we'll know something different. But yeah. uh, What do you think about – so did my short-term memory loss kick in and was it clear last episode that Lincoln knows that Ying is is Sky's you know, mom? That's yeah. That's that. I was questioning that because when when last week's episode, uh, yeah, he he might have been been brought into the circle of trust early on since he was uh, um, oh, he, like, transi- his her transitioner. I know what it is, but but when they were having dinner and he walked yep. in and saw them having their conversation, um, I don't know if he knew before then or not. But he didn't act surprised to the revelation of the family. He acted surprised to um, uh, the vision, to, to, right. to seeing what Raina had described to him. Right. 
But so I'm thinking if he was there to serve them in that very private, very uh, uh, setting when no one else can know, I'm thinking he was already in the, in in the circle of trust and he already knew. Yeah, because they made it seem like it. It's not that if anyone found out, they made it seem like if the masses, like if the if the general yeah, like, population that, knew, I'll call it. I'll call it the men in black rules. You know, sure. people. A person. A person is reasonable. People are scary. You know. Right. Uh, monsters or whatever. You know. You know. Yeah. So so yeah, one or two people who tr- you can trust are fine. But the general population, especially someone who maybe has had Jiang's um, rules, who, someone who would definitely see her as a hypocrite, yes. uh, would have a problem with this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think I think Lincoln's okay with that. What do you think about the uh, the cow? Oh, I just want to wrap that up. That said, if he didn't know beforehand and he suspected after the dinner. Then he just picked the cleverest way to figure it out, or you know, to, to confirm it. You know, just ask the question as truth and see how she responds. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, she's your mom. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> what do you mean? And he, she just said, yeah, yeah, I know, whatever. So I, I, I think he knew already. Sorry, you're asking. So, what did you think of the Cal and Daisy show? Oh wow. Um, if there was a part that started to go a little slow for me, it was that, but that picked up pretty quickly. I know people love, seem to like Cal, and they like how he 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 chews up the scenery in some time, and, and that gets old on me pretty quick. But this, and, and like the walking through the street and that, and him like, you know, being trying to be dad. I mean, when Sky called him out on it, that, that kind of was like, for me, I was like, oh, thank God. But then we got a couple of payoff moments. Like the name on the door and to Johnson, and I kind of wish they let that hang. I heard you say your last name is Johnson, and for you and me and the the viewer to put together Daisy Johnson our own was like, oh wow, she knows her name now. But then when she said it, yeah, it worked. But I kind of wish they let it hang. But of all of that, of all of that, the best thing was when he opened that file cabinet, and he pulled out the field kit, mm-hmm. seeing the couple vials of serum. In there, because I mean, I think we discussed before. But his whole his whole deal was he used he he created chemicals or a formula to I don't know what he was looking for exactly. If he was looking to just get strength or intelligence or what, but it basically turns him into Mister Hyde, as we talked that before. And so, and he's alluded to I think before you know keeps tweaking the formula he said once before. There's his vials. There's his injections. Whatever it is that makes him into, you know. Mr. Hyde, you know, or whatever, however he calls himself in this, which probably will be that. Uh, he did say, I took on a more sinister name. Yes. But he still hasn't said, what, what is, is it, Zorbo or? No, Z- Zabo. Zabo. Cal Zabo. Cal Zabo. So he didn't talk about that yet. He hasn't actually said the name yet. I, I still think we've got, in these next couple of weeks, we're going to see a full-on transformation on him, a physical transformation from him. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I actually like the slow burn with this because it, it's almost like they're torturing us on purpose. Like, in by us, I mean, you know, people in on the joke. You know, people that yeah, know yeah. this character. If you don't, you're just like, what's up with this guy? But yeah, and who knows? Do... Actually, we may have. I don't know how much we spoiled on what he's going to become by this conversation. So I apologize for that. But I think we've talked about it in we have. In, in past episodes. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we definitely have. Um. So I, 
again, ABC continues to drop the ball, in my opinion, on properties they own and and awesome ways to have winks and nods and tie-ins because I did not see the Shots Brewery anywhere in the background of Milwaukee, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, a lot of missed opportunities in this show. Yeah. No coffee. That, wow. No Shots Brewery. <laughs> That's great. What if we would have seen Cal and, and, yeah. and Sky do their uh, – Laverne and Shirley opening credit routine as they wander through Milwaukee. <laughs> oh my Oh, I can just like hear even just the music in the background as they're walking through. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That would have been that would have been fun. Again, I don't think our audiences of the age don't know what we're talking about. No. Google that. Laverne and yeah. Shirley. Uh, that'd be that would be a funny extra on on the Blu ray set. Very funny. Yeah. It's one of those things you can't wait for the blooper reel. Yeah, yeah. The blooper reel on the season one this was great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping we get something, a wink and a nod, um, somewhere along that way on the blooper reel for season two. All right, so where do we want to go? You want to go to um, Ward and 33, or do you want to go to uh, the real shield? Well, we can do Ward. Yeah, let's do Ward. Let's do Ward. All right, so when we last we met Ward and 33, they were uh, starting the do the compliance protocol, the brainwashing on Bakshi. But we all had the opinion that he was using 33, uh, that he has a bigger end game in mind personally, and she's just a pawn in that. I, I'm i not so sure. I agree. After this episode. Yeah. I think he was really ready to tear off and go start a life with her now, unless I'm they're doing that good job of selling that piece to us and I'm buying it, but... You know, I got to think if unless unless being caught by Colston was uh, part of his plan and it was finally at that point. But, you know, you to think like he's in for self-preservation. If he felt in danger, he would have cut her loose. That's what I would have expected. Yeah. Um, although Colston's <laughs> the way he grabbed he grabbed him is like, you know, hey, baby. Hi, sweetie. That was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's banter. It's, you know, I, it's just the way they were. I love this. The character of this team I love. Coulson, Clark Gregg is like the king of the banter. Like, I love, you know, you know him and, you know, we talk about it a million times. Him and May, him and Hunter. Mm-hmm. Now, he, you know, this this him and Ward thing going on. Uh, yeah. I love it. Even even him and Sky. It's a little bit of a different dynamic yep. because he's kind yeah. of the, he's not he's, he's not dead. trying to be on the peer level. He's, you know, trying to be the, the yeah. The father figure, the the boss, but uh, but and yeah. that's Clark Gregg too. I mean, you, yes. you again. I mentioned, I just happened to mention that blooper reel, but that blooper reel on season one. I mean, he can he can work against a fly and still be yes. funny. <laughs> yes, there's a great moment there in the car. Uh, the uh, so he meets with them. Uh, you know, he's given this whole thing about a potted plant or house. I liked our house. Like they were building a life together. They weren't doing anything, but they still had Bakshi on in cold storage, ready for them and. All ready to comply and this and that. So I, I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I think uh, maybe I think they're giving us a, a real good sales job, and I'm just buying it, and I shouldn't. It could be, yeah. But it, it, it was less in in the in the last episode with Ward when it was so over the top. I think his his trying to get close to 33, and you know maybe some of that was because. She still looked like like May. Now that she kind of looks like herself, 
full time again. Looks like you know, kind of she doesn't have the the scarred face and all that kind of stuff. Um, it just seems a little more natural, but it's hard to yeah. it's hard it's hard to say. Um, I like the comment from uh, Peterson when he was scanning her uh, about the mask. You know, it's like yes. he's, he's as powerful as he's still very he's still aware of his his uh, disfigurements. Yes. Which is good. Um, I also, again, I liked his upgrades. I like his, uh, you know, back scanning the weapons and telling Ward, you know, you know what to do. Yeah. And uh, that was that was that was just a nice touch. You know, nothing significant to the plot, but just a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so talking about Bakshi? So Bakshi was a big pawn in this episode. He was, you know, they're in to to try and get to. Uh, the, Coulson is is on a quest to get to Von Strucker and List. You know, regardless of what um, Gonzalez is doing, the real Shield is doing, and all that. Coulson is not lo- his his eye is still on the prize. Like he knows yeah, that. And and jump back to to the um, exceptional sparring scene. Mac and Bobby are starting to get there too. It's like you know why are we chasing Coulson? I mean, yeah. yes, we know why we're there, but we need Hydra still out there. Yeah. So they're starting to get back on board with that idea that you know. Wait a minute. Who are the who are really the bad guys? Yes, we read Colson to be stopped, but you know we spent way too much time on this, right? So yeah, that and was Colson a, hasn't. Yeah, like you said that was a good acknowledgement from from that side. But yeah, but Colson is like he still has his eye on the ball. Um, but obviously, I like that they they sent Peterson along as Deathlock as kind of like the bodyguard um, yeah. for Bakshi. It made sense because they co opted him in season one as part of the shield side of things. So it would be easy to, um, it, it would be, that would be believable. Yeah. Doing and it even said, you know, you remember Deathlock, you spent enough money on him. You should, you should. Right. Right. Um, all right. So Bakshi though. Yes. Let's just put it out there. Did the brainwashing work? I think it did. I think. See, I don't think it did. Really? You think he's that good that he, I think he beat he's that good. Yes. Cause here's why. Here's why. He was directly involved, all but in charge, if not in charge, of that procedure with 33, with whoever many other people they, they've put it through. You know, he, he was the guy who was there at all. He also probably, didn't, if not knew how to defeat it, how to resist it. And to have two exceptionally trained agents, but amateurs to this procedure, he easily could have bluffed his way through that. And continues to do so. I wasn't sure of it when he started to try to to, to trade up on uh, to to flip on uh, on them with uh, with Deathlock and say he's he's my gift to you. Mm-hmm. That Luke Skywalker moment, you know these two droids. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, but 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 Ward played that off and made it. You know, it made sense at the time. But in the building, when he had him there, no one's around. Was like take them both out. That's what sold me on it. That nope, he's 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 he knows where he's at now. He's back in Hydra. He's safe. He can he can cut himself loose now. Could be. I think he was playing it straight up through the whole time. Yeah, it's I I'm not the only thing that kind of keeps it out there for me is just knowing Ward and knowing that I think they're trying to play up the cross double cross with him, and you never quite know what he's really up to or what he's really thinking, and him being able to to sell that. So I'm I'm not sure. Um, we got a, a Robert on on our Facebook uh, page said he had a feeling that the hypno controlled Bakshi was too simple to be true. Um, so obviously he he he's more in the camp that uh, 
that that maybe he, he said, or is Bakshi just following Ward's direction in an ultimate grand deception? So, um, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. If uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. But yeah, you know, the enemy of enemy of my friend. So they they were working well together. I mean, they still Ward still has shield training. You know, he and Colson can still work together, not trust, but at least know what the other one's capable of, uh, work to save the, the right moves. Ward even called him, and I don't think with any disrespect, boss, at least once if not twice. Right. Um, so I don't think that moment of redemption's here. I think Colson put it on the table when he said using the Tahiti protocol, and I'm like, oh, man. I think it's too simple. Like, buddy, because that it, I mean, could you really reprogram Ward and make him good again? I If there's a way around how they get He's, him back in the fold. But see, the only way that works, and this is, I think, something they've done with in in on shows. Like, they basically give him his happy life. He goes away. And then they need him again. And this is, they've done this in other Whedon shows. They've done this in Angel. I think they've, I'm pretty yeah. sure they've done it in Buffy. Like, character goes away, yep. um, has the happy life, and then something happens that makes their their paths cross again. Yep. And, like, the, the memories start to come back. Um, and then they bring that character back in the fold. Yeah. If, if they did that, that's at least believable. Like, I mean, I, they already established that they can, that, that can be done. Sure. Yet his abilities, his skills would remain intact. Right. You know the one the one agent who uh, who built the three D model, which basically means he was able to uh, 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 resolve the thoughts in his head with the alien writing uh, to the point where he could live with it because right. he was able to express it. Yep. The other ones couldn't do it because they were only working in two dimensions. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but but he also he still had his reflexes. He still had his skills. You know, it was, it was actually a lot like the Born Identity. If you remember uh, Matt da- Matt Damon? He still he didn't have his memory, but he had all of his skills and instincts. Yep. Um, same basic idea. So they, I could see that happening with Ward. I mean, you take away all the Hydra, all the the crappy family life, but you keep the specialist, and and that 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 could be. Um, you still would have the rest of the team to deal with, though, and that would be a lot, especially Simmons and Fitz. Yeah, I mean, Fitz, Fitz was ready to take him out right in the Quinjet. Hunter was right on him like that. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, that was a great moment. You but know, you know, 90, but Fitz has a lot to work through. Yeah, ninety pound, you know, ninety pound Fitz. <laughs> Was not going, afraid to go just going go. right at him. Yeah. He had no problem at all with that. Yeah, we got a little resolution on the kind of back to the real shield stuff going on. May found a way to kind of get Gemma out of the whole bind that she was in with the swapping of the yeah of the toolbox. But how about how about when uh, 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 Bobby said something like, you know, you don't know who to trust and. Oh, it's a beautiful moment. Uh, Simmons said, as she's saying, no, you really don't, or whatever the line was, she just kind of looks right at May when she says it. Because she felt betrayed at that point. She didn't really appreciate what May actually did. I mean, you and I probably did. I know I did. Sure. Like she she said to to Simmons, we had to get ahead of it. You know, yeah, I gave them a fist because, you know, it gives us, that buys us time. If I told them you did, you'd be in the the cell right now. Right. Um, Simmons is a character that, I think has grown the most this season. Like the character that's really coming into her own, whether by her own choice or not, just between starting off as a spy for Coulson and then just kind of really, you know, the way she tricked Bobby, you know, several episodes back 
you know, her, you know, the, the whole switcheroo with, with Fitz, um, she's really like, I really like that they're evolving her character into more than just the, um, you know, like, like the C, you know, like on a CSI type show, the person that works in the lab and is just kind of the wise ass all the time and, or knows every, you know, the know it all kind of thing. I really like that they're giving her more personality and they're giving her more to do. And I, I, I hope as, you know, potentially a third season comes on that we see more of that, that we see, we see that, right. that continue. The, um, you know, when they had her cueing the death lock, I was really waiting for it to happen at a point where it was going to be most uh, damaging to Coulson. Like, oh, now, like, you know, show Coulson working with Hydra or something like that. But uh, when they finally got a hold of him, um, I think all they really got was a good clean shot of where they were. Yeah, they saw. Hydra, they probably saw. Did they see Ward? I know Sky saw Ward. Sky yeah, they saw, did, yeah. Yeah, no, Simmons did see Ward because they looked through and they saw. Yes. They, they, they basically saw a similar shot that, what Sky saw. They saw Ward and right. Coulson back to back. Because that, and, you know, the implication of that is the real shield is like, oh, see, we were right all along. That yeah, Coulson. That's, and that's what I was waiting for, yeah. Yeah. But, but Sky, um, she saw them and they were like, they were there back to back. They were working, covering each other. And when. Ward saw her first, and and yeah. when Cole saw, her, he knew he's like, like oh god, Sky, like this isn't how this was supposed to happen. You weren't, weren't supposed to see me with with Ward, right? Uh, like this, and uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Gordon got there and got her out of there quickly. And Cal, of course, you know, hopped the ride, but um, before he could uh, he could explain to her, yeah, um, yeah. And the consequence of that is going to be interesting because Cal knows that the whole point of th- you know, their trip was he was going to get left behind. Yeah. He wasn't coming yeah. back. So since he hitched a ride back, that's going to make for an interesting confrontation right. when they get back to. Uh... Back to afterlife where we yes, know, back where they're going. Yeah. So, uh... but it, yeah, we we were converging. We had everybody in the one building, everybody in the one spot. Yeah. We have a, a Facebook comment, I think, asking about. How Hydra got there? I think, right? Do you have that queued up? Yeah, let me see if I can. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to to, to speak to that comment because I had this similar question. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, so that on Facebook, Dallas asked. He said, "Also, can you discuss how Hydra ended up at the building?" That confused me. So we know that they yeah. tracked them to that location. Well, we, they tracked them to Gordon, who, right? Who dropped them off blocks away, right? And that's what I, I. But weren't I, they in Cal's building at that point? No, no, because I mean they, they started walking maybe half a block down. And it's like, oh, my office is like that away. I work, you know, that way. Pointed behind them, they were were going the opposite direction to go to the pastry chef, which became a bank. Um, so, but they were not at. I don't think at least they were at the building. I think they were just at a convenient, isolated location. Because that, um, yeah, see, I, but, but but they definitely got them in the vicinity. And at that point, who knows if they already had boots in the ground, if they're already being observed. I mean, there's lots of ways they could explain it. End of the day, it's just a, you know, it's it's TV, you know, whatever. But uh, definitely it was it was tracking Gordon and detecting his uh, his movements that got them to, 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 to Milwaukee. Right. It, so there and there's a couple other things, too. It could be maybe Lincoln is a mole. Uh, it could be that... You know, traffic cams. I mean, once you know generally where they're at, given that Hydra has almost yeah, unlimited... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, 
So there, there you go. I'm looking at a way to track them from point A to point B. We we know we don't know how localized they can get. Um, they're tracking on Gordon, but let's say they could get to within a couple blocks of of Gordon. They could. You're right. They probably have resources, the ability to go in the traffic cams or any other CCTV cameras that are in the vicinity find the event and track the movements of whoever it is from there. And at that point, they were in open streets. It would have been sure. relatively easy to, to to track them at that point. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't that, put, that works for me. Yeah, I didn't put too much too much thought into that, obviously. I mean, just, just we've seen in other movies and TV shows how easy it is once you yep. know a general location for people to find, be able yeah. to find. Yeah, it was, it was pretty clear how everybody in general got there. I mean, yeah. you know, Gordon brought them there. Um, Hydra followed Gordon. Coulson followed Hydra. Um, Shield, meaning uh, uh, Bobby and them, got the location by tracking and top tapping into Deathlock. Right. And that got them to the building after the fact, which brought us into our closing tag. Right. So, so yeah, getting everybody in one spot was was, was one thing. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I definitely wanted to respond to that just because it didn't seem that, that complicated, but... Um, um, I, I'm assuming when I read it, that Dallas was uh, was was at least on board with the uh, Gordon jump, the you know, tracking Gordon to get yeah. them there. It was just it was just closing the loop between getting from where Gordon took them to the building, and and I think we just talked that out to get to a reasonable explanation. But no, there was not said. There was nothing in there that said exactly how Hydra knew which building to go to, because uh, yeah, they were all it was all in the building. Uh, Hydra never made contact either. You know, we didn't see it or whatever. It was nothing that was done on camera. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I, I thought it was funny when Hunter got shot, and uh, I think Colson asked him, you know, how he's doing, and he's like, merely a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was funny. Yep. They're also yep. not using icers like those. Nobody was using icers. They were using the real deal. Like they were, they were, they meant business yeah. on this no, trip. They, they did. Uh, the Lincoln Deathlock thing was cool too, where he used his power on Deathlock and kind of floated him up in the air and then kind of short-circuited him for a little bit. Yep. Yeah, no. but it's still threw uh, Lincoln off his game a little bit. He wasn't sure, like, what this 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 normally works. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Peterson is not your, your average person. No, he's not. No, he is not. Um, and this is something um, Stephen brought up to on on our facebook page it was in my it was in my notes but talking about von strucker they make a point of saying of talking about von strucker uh, experimenting on individuals on unpowered individuals or um and we know yeah and with ethan they already identify him as a potential uh enhanced right um and then they were going to compare him to the other samples meaning other dead potentials and we uh, know that von strucker and list because of the tag at the end of Captain America, the winter soldier were responsible for experimenting on Pietro and Wanda Maximoff, making them Scarlet witch. And uh, so does this, does this lend to support to the idea that those two um, in the MCU continuity are in humans? I don't opposed to mutants mm. or are they just powered individuals I, and, and then Strucker and Hydra, they're going towards power in general. They don't know in human and Cree and from, from one from the other. They just know abilities. Uh, my understanding is that they're not 
So the whole thing with the Inhuman is you have to go through Terragenesis. My understanding with Von, what, what Von Strucker is doing is he's using an mild, you know, I guess at this point maybe mild spoiler for, um, for Age of Ultron, but it, I think all, all this was given at the end of Captain America the Winter Soldier, so I don't think I'm really spoiling anything, that Loki's scepter is the, kind of the instrument for enhancing normal humans or maybe potentials um, and, and being able to enhance them uh, that way. Honestly, I didn't put that together. I just, I taught them as two separate experiments. Mm. I, I didn't, I didn't think of that of using Loki scepter as the, uh, the tool to give powers to somebody. Yeah. And we know, you know, that, so the red skull used the cosmic cube the whole thing with the Red Skull and the Cosmic Cube was to sap that as an energy source to power these great weapons. You know, my if and I, I think when we get to the Guardians of the Galaxy commentary at some point, I'll this will be refuted. But I don't think Loki's scepter is the mind gem. Um, and I don't I don't want to go off on too far of a tangent for on this show as to why, but I don't think that Loki's scepter is the mind gem. But there is something up with Loki's scepter, obviously. I mean, you know, when he touched people with it in, in the first Avengers movie, you know, they were basically under mind control. I'm guessing that Von Strucker got a hold of it and is using it in a, in a, not as a, as a weapon, not as, not as a way to manufacture weapons like the skull did with the Tesseract, but as a way to use it as a source to enhance people or to experiment on them or to do right. something with them. Talk, um, talking about, about Von Strucker for a little bit in that scene, um, they talk about the survivors, and of course uh, Wanda and Pietro were, it, the way they called them, you know, they seem to be the two survivors, like everyone else died. Right. Um, but he also said this is not the age of spires, it's not the age of heroes, it is the age of miracles. And, you know, we talked about that that phrase, that word, a little bit in the past. But that word came up again in this episode yeah. in relation to powered people. And uh, I, I don't think that's insignificant. I'm not ready to talk about, excuse me, about what the significance is. But um, I, I definitely did not, I definitely caught that and did not dismiss it as not as being anything more than a coincidence. It was definitely uh, a chosen word, I believe. Yeah, and... And I think, I think up until this point, the whole inhuman aspect in Terragenesis was a bit of a of a mystery. I mean, they finally got their you know that was their quest to get the um, the obelisk and and track down people and open up the temple and that whole aspect of it. And it could be that you know now von Strucker feels like okay, he's got he's been very unsuccessful overall with with his experimenting on people. He has these two examples that you know that were able to survive that maybe if he took people that would be able to survive terragenesis that would survive contact with the obelisk that he may have better luck with his process on those people as opposed to just like randomly picking people here and there all right well i guess we'll find out when we get there i guess so uh da, 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 da. okay um i I don't have anything else on my notes for the proper other than the tag. I guess we obviously we wouldn't talk about the tag, but I don't know if you have anything yeah. else episode proper to, to no, talk about. No, I don't I don't I don't think I do. Um 
you know, I, I some some good lines like we talk about Coulson's line, like when uh, when Ward said, you know, you're sending in the cyborg or whatever, and it's like he's not a cyborg. And I think it was, actually it wasn't Ward; it was uh, no, it was Ward. He's not a, he's not a cyborg with rockets in his arms. He's a shield agent with, with rockets, rockets in his arms. arms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess just fun lines, you know. Well, good writing, good timing. It's just just a lot of. It's just an enjoyable time. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think anything else there. I mean, obviously, I was not expecting Coulson to turn himself in. But if anything's going to move the plot along and get us to the next step, it's going to be that. Yeah. Um. I'll save it for unless we're ready to go to a spoilery conversation now. At that point, but uh, uh, I have some ideas of what's next. But um, well, why don't we do a little bit of a uh, little bit of extra. F- facebook feedback that we've got uh that we didn't talk about explicitly and then we'll we'll do a little spoiler section um so we'll just run through some of these real real quick Uh, a few of them we've already talked about in the episode if there's anything we've missed we apologize in advance um but mary says she usually has has theories uh thoughts about where we are headed but they have so many threads right now i can't see the where the can't see what the picture is going to be when they pull them all together so yeah there's there's a lot going on um, so our former guest host, Terry Scott, said, I know the episode will lead into Age of Ultron, and even afterwards, I just can't see how everything that is going on right now will get to that point. Oh, um, that's 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 my that's, that's my spoiler conversation. Oh, okay. All right. So we will <laughs> hold that. But yeah, she's she's concerned about that. She I'll, said, I'll just straight I'll just straight up say if you if you watch the previous next week, it's obvious. Yeah. How this is going to get us where we're going to be? Yeah, I th- I think you're I think you're right. Uh, he didn't. Uh, so Robert also mentioned he didn't like when Hunter pointed out that uh, the reality of their situation during the fight with Hydra and that their only backup was Fitz. Mm, yeah, and I think uh, somebody commented that, but I think that was War, uh, Ward who said it, not not Hunter. Yeah. Um, which I, which it makes it much better because he doesn't know Fitz now. Like you're right. right. I think his his comment goes on. He says something like, um, "How much time we spent building up Fitz back up, right?" Uh, yeah, yeah. He said, with all the progress and development they've given to Fitz, it would have been fantastic to see him walking in, gadget kicking Hydra butt, or at least clearing the way for the team's escape. And it would have, and it, it would have been great to see that. But and it, it definitely would have been misplaced if Hunter said it. But I think it was Ward who said that. Who only knows, you know, Fitz is Fitz. So yeah, but I don't see that as the as the kind of character Fitz is. Like Fitz isn't a come in. On a... Fitz, Fitz weaponized the seven dwarves. Can you imagine sending in the dwarves and like taking down hydrants left to right, clearing a path for the escape? Yeah, I guess that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I guess I just don't see that as the type of character Fitz is, and especially he now. did it. He did it last year. We watched. He, he did it. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. You know, now maybe not, but now now he's even more motivated. I think. Yeah, true. If only to have one of them misfire and take down Ward. "Quote unquote misfire." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think Fitz Fitz is Fitz has had enough time in the field, and he has recovered enough that he definitely would have been an asset, and they definitely could have used him that way. Um, yeah, more. Than, I think he's capable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the same guy who was able to shake a tail using a hair dryer in a men's room. True, that is true. Uh, so Dallas had some other comments. A lot of it is, is most of the stuff that we've already talked about um, in in the episode. Um, just kind of a, a a rundown, you know, talking about Hunter's addition to the show, which we've we've sang his praises quite a bit, and uh, especially in the last few weeks about how how much of an, a good addition he's been. 
Um, he talked about, you know, again, Ward, you know, redemption of, of Ward and, you know, how they could, how they could handle that. Um, he said he hopes the spinoff is a miniseries of a flashback. Um, that's kind of an interesting take. You know, maybe the early days of, of Hunter and Bobby, if that's, if that's truly, uh, where they're going with that. Right. Uh, Carlos Fuentes said, do you guys think we will ever see Cal turn into Hyde? I think we... We kind of we touched, talked about that, but yeah, I think yes, yeah, I think we will. I think so too. I like, hope we do. Yeah, even if it's not this season, I think I think we'll see it happen. Or Dennis says, I enjoyed this episode. Uneasy alliances all around, with everybody having their own agendas. Everything's being set up for double crosses upon double crosses, and I just hope all these threads don't get tied up in a neat bow by season's end. Uh, and there's still a tie into Age of Ultron, which we're all expecting. Thing is, the next few weeks timeline will be messed up for me as Age of Open as Age of Ultron just opened yesterday here in the Philippines. Lucky you. See what I would what I would do. Lucky you. Yeah. Um, let's have, let me ask you hypothetically. Let's say you had the opportunity to see it today, this weekend, before seeing the next Agents of Shield. Would you? Yeah, I would. You would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You would. know, I, yeah, I, I don't think it would spoil Agents of Shield that much. I think if anything, yeah. it'll just you know. Uh, you know, Avengers gets enhanced by Agents of Shield, or Agents of Shield gets enhanced by Avengers, not the other way around. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. That and that's my thinking is it would, I would see something in Agents of Shield, and it would kind of, it would jar more for me than the other way around. Okay, but that's just me. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for the Facebook comments. I think there's a couple things we'll touch on. We'll do a little spoilery section yeah. here. Um, but thanks everybody. The participation on the Facebook page has been fantastic. Um, and it keeps growing every episode. So we really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Keep the iTunes coming. I'm sure that's helping to grow the show. Yes. A lot of, uh, a lot of participation on the forum. Actually, this was one of our more, more active weeks. It was great to see, uh, constant updates of new posts on the, uh, uh, on the page and on the, the talkback thread. Yeah, absolutely. And, and keep an eye on things in general. There's there's a big announcement that we have to make that we're not ready to quite unveil it 100% quite yet, but in very short order, um, we'll be we'll be announcing some pretty big news that, for the most part, for the listeners, it won't really mean you know too much as far as changes go. But um, but for us, kind of behind the scenes, it's a, it's a bit of a big deal. So spoil away, Mr. Morgan. So my spoiler isn't isn't that big a deal. It's more speculation. Which I don't think are spoilers, but many people do. So, Coulson, Coulson surrenders himself to uh, back to Shield, and uh, now we're like wondering how are we going to get to where we need to be for Age of Ultron. So, if you watched the uh, the preview, um, they're definitely going to do an all-out assault on Strucker's base, and it definitely looks like they're going to some kind of snow-covered environment. Uh, if you've been watching the trailers for Age of Ultron. Uh, there is are some significant battles in a snow-covered environment. I think what seems obvious to me, and I'm probably way off on this, but is uh, our S.H.I.E.L.D. team is going to make an infiltration on that base, either in conjunction with or just happen to be at the same time as the Avengers. Um, heck, I would even be surprised if they call in uh, Maria Hill, who sends in the Avengers with them or for them. Yeah. Um, well, we know... Now, She's been doing the interview rounds for the movie as well, and she's flat out said that she's in one more episode of yeah. Agents of Shield. Agents so. of Shield. Now, um, I honestly, at this point, an hour and fifteen minutes into us talking, I don't know if uh, we talked about this on the show or not. But uh, Joss Whedon has said basically that 
in Age of Ultron, Coulson is dead. You know, he's you know, all that. So it's very likely that. So I'm thinking Coulson, you know, returns. He has his sit down with Gonzalez and whoever else convinces them enough that there's a threat out there and they need to react to it. But he's not on the team. So yeah, we may have Shield agents on the ground. We may have uh, um, Agent May or Bobby or whoever. Uh, on the ground with the Avengers, but it won't be Coulson. And since nobody knows Coulson's alive, except very few, they won't actually say it. Um, clearly, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been making enough noise, they've been in the news, uh, that the Avengers know S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a thing. Um, they're just not part of it, at least not the way they were. So I think that's the time. I think that's how we're going to get to where we need to be. Um, I mean, they, they're, they're talking enough about Strucker as it is. Yeah. That, so, so that's already your tie-in right there. Right. And it could um, it could be something innocuous like Hill at the beginning of Age of Ultron just says, "I have it on very good authority or good intel that Hydra is operating a base here." <laughs> here, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so I I think that's that's going to be that's going to be that. Um, but we'll find out in you know within the, within the next seven days we'll know. That's true. Yeah, it, it's this. funny because uh, Carlos Fuentes' his other comment was exactly that that he thinks that. You know, the base you know, that that Coulson and his crew are going to find Von Strucker's base that the Avengers raid in Age of Ultron. So I think right. uh, I think that's a, uh, like yeah. I said, based on what we said, I think that's a likely scenario. Yeah. Um, I do have one comment for, for us, and this is kind of to beat ourselves up a little bit. Uh, what kind of Marvel fans and comic book readers are we that last week when we talked about the Theta Protocol and 100 bunk beds and yada, 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 how is it that none of us ever said the words Avengers Academy? <laughs> I don't how know. How did that even happen? I don't know. That but we that's didn't come point. up with that. Yeah. Um, so there's a comic series out back during the Heroic Age. Uh, I think it was. Post, no, it was post. Uh, Post-Civil War? Secret Invasion. No, post-Civil War. Yeah, post-Civil yep. War. So Avengers Academy, which was taking um, powered individuals and basically training them 50 to be state part, initiative. Of, part of the 50-state initiative. Yeah, having an Avengers team in every state. Um, and that leads right into what Coulson was trying – sounds like Coulson's trying to do, train gifted people, powered individuals. Um, I'll go one better. That's your spinoff. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, basically high high school for superheroes. That's been tried before, right? Sure. Yeah. Sky high. The sky high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kurt so, Russell. Um, but there you go. Yeah. So um, at the very least, I can't believe we just missed the ball and didn't say those words last yeah. week. So I'm saying them now. Yeah, it's funny. Academy. When we get to our, there's something came out recently related to the Phase Two movies that that has been something I've thought about um, from time to time that I was really hoping to save for our Phase Two discussion. That's come out there that I won't I won't talk about now, but it'll make for for uh, fun conversation when we get to our phase two episodes, which that'll be something I think we'll do probably over maybe over the break we'll we'll get oh, those definitely in. over the break yeah, we'll do because those, at well, that we point, should we should do it after Ant Man yeah because Ant Man will be the last phase two film and then we'll have a break between obviously between Ant Man and uh, the start of of season two, but the civil but, war, yeah. But the phase, well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's phase one shows war, were a lot of fun, um, fun to do and to kind of pick apart each movie bit by bit and all the connective tissue and, and yep. all that. So we'll be doing that for phase two. 
We did the whole phase one. We got two Avengers. Yeah, we did. Right. We did both both parts. Yeah. I still say I still say that whole thing of uh, Shield making uh, Tesseract based weapons and Con at Phase Two was uh, a a well, that was our clue. That yeah. was our that was our clue in Avengers to what was going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The fact that they called it Phase Two and they were doing the same thing that Hydra was doing in Captain America, that should have said right there in Phase Two. Of Marvel's MCU, Hydra has infiltrated Shield. Yep. We should have we should have known that. Yep. Oh well. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's all I had in spoilers. But I think that's where we're going. I'm looking forward to being proved right or wrong. Uh, I'm I'm due to be wrong. I've been right too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and just so we're all clear, if you're keeping score, Trip is still dead. You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> I will be vindicated. Okay. We'll see. Um but yeah, so that that's it for me. Uh again, kind of big announcement coming. Uh keep an eye on the website. Uh head over to the mcuexchange.com as well for uh for all the great stuff they're doing and um the stuff that we're kind of doing with them, which maybe give you a little bit of a heads up as to where our announcement is coming from. Big, big tease there. Yeah, so next week we'll be talking about the Dirty Half Dozen. Oh, that's right, the Dirty Half Dozen. I remember yeah. that. That's right. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. This is Russ and Ken, and since we didn't tell you at the beginning of the of the show, you've been listening to It's All Connected. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>